Just 18% expressed the belief that democracy promotion should be a top foreign policy priority. It should thus come as no surprise that none of the current presidential candidates has made democracy promotion a cornerstone of his or her campaign. Washington has continued to support some non-governmental efforts. Congress increased its appropriation for the National Endowment for Democracy, a nonprofit that funds pro-democracy groups abroad, from $115 million in 2009 to $170 million in 2016. For the most part, however, as public support for democracy promotion has declined, funding for it has stagnated. During this same period, U.S. government spending on democracy, human rights, and governance programs, mainly through the U.S. Agency for International Development, or USAID, fell by nearly $400 million. Even excluding the decline in funding for Afghanistan and Iraq, funding for such programs in other countries stayed flat. As the United States has lagged behind, few other countries have stepped in. The most ambitious intergovernmental attempt to promote democracy, the Community of Democracies, a coalition established in 2000, lacks the resources and visibility to have much impact. Regional organizations are not doing much better. The EU, for example, has largely stood by as Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban has flouted democratic norms. And the Union was so desperate to secure Turkey's help in stemming the flow of Syrian refugees that it agreed to revive membership talks with Ankara, even as Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has accelerated his efforts to suppress dissent. Although some European countries, such as Sweden and the United Kingdom, have continued to support significant bilateral programs to promote democracy and improve governance, the budget of the European Endowment for Democracy, established in 2013, reached just over $11 million last year. The United Kingdom's Westminster Foundation for Democracy currently has a public budget of just $5 million. Canada's International Center for Human Rights and Democratic Development shut down in 2012, and developing democracies, such as Brazil, India, and Indonesia, have hesitated to contribute much, focusing instead on their own many problems. Authoritarian leaders have capitalized on this vacuum by exporting their illiberal values and repressive technologies. Iran has been using its financial, political, and military influence to shape or destabilize governments in Iraq, Lebanon, Syria, and Yemen. Russia has used violence and intimidation and has funneled money to support separatist movements and to prop up pro-Russian, anti-reform political forces in Georgia and Ukraine. Moreover, Russia has built what Internet Freedom Organization Access Now has termed a commonwealth of surveillance states, exporting sophisticated electronic surveillance technologies throughout Central Asia. China, too, has reportedly supplied Ethiopia, Iran, and several Central Asian dictatorships, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan, with Internet and telecommunications surveillance technology to help them repress and spy on their citizens. The Best Form of Government Although democracy promotion may have fallen out of favor with the U.S. public, such efforts very much remain in the national interest. Democracies are less violent toward their citizens and more protective of human rights. They do not go to war with one another. 
they are more likely to develop market economies, and those economies are more likely to be stable and prosperous. Their citizens enjoy higher life expectancies and lower levels of infant and maternal mortality than people living under other forms of government. Democracies also make good allies. As Michael McFall, the former U.S. ambassador to Russia, has written, Not every democracy in the world was or is a close ally of the United States, but no democracy in the world has been or is an American enemy, and all of America's most enduring allies have been and remain democracies. Authoritarian regimes, by contrast, are inherently unstable, since they face a central dilemma. If an autocracy is successful, if it produces a wealthy and educated population, That population will construct a civil society that will sooner or later demand political change. But if an autocracy...